This is Jordan from Newfound Glory. Listen to story time with Matthew Haslam Hammond. <laughs> Attention. This podcast will make you happy, make you sad, it believe and make you mad, but they're sure to make you feel included. The things they talk about are completely random. It's story time with Matthew Haslam Hammond. Hi everybody and welcome to Storytime with Matthew Haslam Hammond, the podcast where you, the member of the general public, will get up and tell your story. Why? Because everybody has a story. Um, like always, this podcast is sponsored by the Pass to Assist Pod. Follow Callum, Jack, Carl and Doug as they discuss basketball. Why? Because they love basketball and it's there for your basketball and needs. I hear that um, Space Jam 2 is going to be a good thing in 2021, hopefully. Uh, you know, with a shit year 2020 has been, you know, better bloody will be a good film. And especially for all the, you know, wait we waited for that film, you know. Space Jam 1 was pretty iconic, but, uh, you know, screw it, I'll just get on to my stuff. Um, so, yeah, today um, I have got a tattoo artist a guitarist and a comic book creator coming on the show as I'm arresting fan it's time to introduce her please welcome to the show Rachel Gator so Rachel welcome to the show how are you today oh I'm great thanks dude thank you for having me on how are you today I'm not too bad either thank you um yeah it's uh (laughs) it's getting closer to Christmas isn't it so uh it's just counting down the days till we get that next day off work, you know. But uh, unfortunately for you, you probably have many days off work because of oh, yeah. stupid COVID, you know. But at the same yeah. time, you know, obviously on top of like you're, you're a tattoo artist, you know, you're also in a band and you also have a comic book, um, which is your own. Now, like I, I had a guy called Tom uh, Tom Carter on here um, beforehand, and he also is a comic book artist, well, not a comic book artist, but a comic book creator of a, one called like, Guardian. But how cool is it just to have, you know, your name on front of a comic, you know, just to be like, you know what, I made that. <laughs> oh, it is really satisfying, I think, because it's, um, it's one of the very few sort of media that you can do on your own. Like, mm. if, if you're an anim, like, you, obviously you do get animators that do their own stuff, but I think comics is one of the things where, like, you can have total control and you've not got people like oh no you need to do this or that it's like no if i want like exploding wieners and stuff i'm gonna have it you know (laughs) it's a yeah it's a real satisfying medium i think comics (laughs) yeah just seems like you know because uh we'll we'll get onto it like later on anyway about like the whole subject but i've been you know seeing like on a few fridays you know obviously you have like a live feed with you just inking it and it's uh, quite cool to actually just sit there and watch it. And obviously, you know, you, you're actually really good at multitasking as well. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to multitask for shit. Um, so, uh, like, you know, you know, obviously you're just like sitting there like drawing over the lines and then just, you know, talking away and just answering questions that people have. So, you know, and it just looks really satisfying. The fact that, you know, just like you're just there and you're like, well, just like, you know, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, thanks, dude. What it is, I'm not good at multitasking, but I'm good at chatting shit. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever I'm doing, I'm always like, nah, 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 flapping them gums, you know. <laughs> I think it's just a traditional Essex thing, really, isn't it? Like, you know, uh, <laughs> you know just yeah. being able to just chat shit and just get away with it. <laughs> but anyway, let's find out about you. So, Rachel, where, where were you actually from? Oh, so I was born in Harold Wood. Um, One of the last ones like where- me. I like it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is where it gets really, like, confusing. I won't bang on because there's, like, loads. So, yeah, I was born in Harold Wood, Harold Wood but I, I grew up in Ardley Green. Mm-hmm. Um, then we moved to Bolton, which don't do it. 
because that is a creepy little fucking village. <laughs> like, you know, Hot Fuzz, yeah. where like it's all Very old good. people and everything, mm. but they're like they're like a secret cult. That is Bolton. It's it's weird. Everyone there. I'm sorry if you're from Bolton and you're nice, but it's damn. Just... <laughs> It's creepy, man. <laughs> so, yeah, moved to Bolton, got terrified, um, buggered off to Spain for a little bit. That was when I was like 14, nice. so that was fun. Uh, came back and lived in Romford, and then moved to Brentwood and been here ever since. Nice. I, I just like, you know, you and you said about Bolton. It's just one of those names. It's just there, like, you kind of think, who the fuck come up with Bolton? <laughs> You know, what kind of, yeah. <laughs> what kind of a name is that for a town like you know then there it goes. I think it's like um countdown but with letters like like yeah I'll, I'll take like um yeah I'll take a vowel I'll take another consonant please yeah I'll take a vowel <laughs> oh yeah yeah we got the village name woo it's probably, it's probably how they come up with it as well like, you know, yeah. like oh, it wouldn't really surprise me like uh, what's this shell called uh just consonant yeah <laughs> that is him, but yeah, yeah, like um, it's because uh, me, me and you actually uh, did go to the same school. Obviously, I was a few years below you. Um, um, I don't know if, if I was a little twat at school. If you ever saw me, but <laughs> I was probably not that you know hard to miss out. <laughs> I'm sure you were a lovely young man. <laughs> I think I think I personally was. You know, uh, I don't think I was actually a mean one at school or anything like that. You know, I was just saying kind of like oh, you know I'm alive. You know, that's that's a good thing to say when you go to Deadly Edley. <laughs> oh yeah, deadly headly it was. Do you remember it was um was it a rumor or was it real that they were going to rename it to Sawyer's Hall Institute of Technology, which of course like is shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was meant to be. It's yeah. <laughs> I mean, how apt? <laughs> yeah. uh, it becomes Sawyer's Hall College of Science and Technology in the end. So uh... ah, they ruined our fun, man. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because if, if you actually go on like the Wikipedia page, it actually does like mention about like it's meant to be shit, and then like oh, it's like and then the school realised it was actually meant to be shit, so they changed it to the science and technology, which oh that's funny. I'm trying to think if the science and technology were even good at that school. The technology was all right. Then again, like in sixth form, apparently for me, well not sixth form, but GCSEs, what I found out about myself is that like, apparently they taught us the wrong module the whole year. Well, the whole two years of doing it. There was a lot it. of this shit going on, yeah. There was a lot of this shit going on, because mm. I, I had it. It'd be like, the night before, it's like, well, where's this whole thing? And the, not just me, the whole class was like, what do you mean? The teacher was like, yeah, there's this whole module that's due in tomorrow. We were like, you told us to do this one. And they were like, no, this one as well. And you're like, right, literally everyone was like, <laughs> didn't even, oh, yeah. I think there was a lot of that going on. Mm. <laughs> wasn't prepared like well they say that you know it probably was like you know they were like they just found out on the day themselves that they were being teaching the wrong module so for like got an idea how we can you know uh let this one slide we'll make the students you know yeah. think that they're at fault for not handing it in or whatever sounds like it sounds like children who are wrong yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really wouldn't surprise me <laughs> oh funny times at that school i remember like just laughing at stupid shit. I mean, I still do now, like all these years after, but kids just lobbing sandwiches up in the air and they'd explode into like cheese and ham. It's mm. just the funniest shit. <laughs> just <laughs> you'd be like, you'd be like, 
like three blocks up, look out the window, and there's like, oh, there goes a bit of bread. You know, it's, and, and oh. just always just the, the seagulls that just lurk there. Like they, they knew that like basically it was lunchtime, and they 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 just went for it, and like people got yeah. shot on left, right, and centre. Yeah, it was like it was fucking snowing. <laughs> oh, but where did they come from? It was like there was a beach nearby. It yeah. was crazy. Yeah. Oh, good times, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> man there was just so many seagulls yeah it was, it, was, so, it was an interesting school let's just say that <laughs> oh man yeah man. Oh, I still get nightmares you know um, I dream that I have to go back to retake my maths GCSE because I, I did terrible at maths I've always been awful at numbers oh. I've actually got a really funny story about me being shit with numbers the other day <laughs> yeah. if you want to hear it but oh no this is what happens. I get um, sidetracked and then there's too many branches. Oh, no. Well, go back, Rach. Um, the shitty numbers. Oh, no, it's gone. What was I saying? So you Sorry, man. About, like, um, <laughs> terrible. You, you woke up and uh, you thought, like, you had a dream that you had to go back to school to read <laughs> your... Uh... That's it. I had a dream. <laughs> Basically, I'm my age now. And I have to go back to do my GCSE of all these little, like, shitty kids. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, this is bullshit, man. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> I wake up, like, <gasps> in a cold sweat. Like, oh, thank God, that's not real. <laughs> not got to go back to school or anything. <laughs> man, like, oh. I think the thing, like, you know, maths was everyone, you know, everyone had to, like, reset that, you know. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> the, like, the thing with Headley Water was, you know, it wasn't a bad school. It wasn't terrible. You know, it was just the fact that basically maths. I swear, you had a different teacher every bloody lesson. You'd be lucky. Oh, it's mostly cover teachers. Yeah, yeah, yeah big time. You'd be lucky if you had like you know a full time maths teacher that actually stood there. Um, like with me, <laughs> I have you know I can't remember the amount of maths teachers I think I went through in the end. Like, was just there like. <laughs> yeah. The reason why I think we all failed. <laughs> <laughs> New face every week. Yeah. Exactly. So, well, you're different. I wonder if that was the trauma of the kids, though. Be like, well, I'm not doing this job. Oop, next one. Yeah. <laughs> like a revolving door of traumatised adults. Like, no, not going near them kids. <laughs> I think I think one of the funniest things was, like, the amount of, like, Canadian imports they got. And then, like, yeah. they, um, it's like as soon as they taught, like, you know, about two lessons, like, no, I'm going back to Canada. See you later. Oh, it was gutted. We had a lovely Canadian teacher um, mm. who taught us media studies, and like, yeah, he just up and left once, and we were all heartbroken because he was actually like really sound. Yeah, um, media. You were lucky. I had Mister Olmer. He were. I think he turned out to be oh, a, you know, a bit of a naughty oh, yeah. man in the end. <laughs> that didn't turn out so well. <laughs> yeah, uh, he oh, made dear. the news, didn't he? You know. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I mean. Obviously, if it's a sensitive topic, tell me, and we can like you can bleep no, no, me no, no, out. No, that's fine. It was a breeding ground for nonces that school. Like we had at least three. Like Jesus, he was one. Mister Sheffield. No, oh, none of us were particularly attractive kids. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> where, where were they all coming from? <laughs> it's mind blower, oh. isn't it? Yeah, but um, yeah, I just I just remember like this one time, like we we were you know. Mr. Sheffield was a music teacher, and um, I, I don't know what the actual story is. I've heard stories, but it ended up with him, like, basically, uh, 
<laughs> I remember he was on the run. He said to some kids, like, lads, I need you to hire me. And they're like, what, why? And he said, like, if you don't hire me, I'll give you detention for like a month. He's like, all right, come with us, sir. And I hired him, like, you know, while oh, the why? police are like searching for that. him or something, you know, that. But yeah, uh, that's, that's a rumor I heard anyway. But, and then, like, a few weeks later, we had, like, um, an assembly at school. And uh, they said, like, you know, whatever happens, we don't want you talking about it. And that's, that's the worst oh, I thing. I remember that assembly. Yeah. They had us in the sports hall. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And they were just there, like, you know, saying this. And you're just sitting there going, like, well, the fact of the matter is you said to a load of kids, don't talk about it. What's the one thing they're going to do? Is they're going to talk about it. You know, that's that's the problem. But, you know, obviously, I don't think anyone's actually approached by the media or anything like that. So that's all right. But... <laughs> yeah. Poor. Yeah. It's just... God, I forgot about all that. I think my brain just blocked it out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Whew. Yeah, I just remember the funniest thing was uh, the other like uh, music teacher always went like, "Oh yeah, he's not very well at the moment." <laughs> just trying to play he's it off like cool. nothing happened. <laughs> yeah, trying to play it cool like no, he's he's a bit under the weather. <laughs> oh bloody hell! Yeah, oh, man. We turned out all right, we. Yeah, Woo. we're sitting here, yeah, you know, all... we're we're all good, and you know, uh, <laughs> that's, that's all that not matters. too traumatized, you know. <laughs> Man. So that's about like how 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 long were you in Spain for? Did you say two years? Oh no, it was only like um, a few months. Oh, okay. Um, less than half a year, I think. That was like year seven, year eight, kind of time. Hmm. And then we came back, and everyone was like, "Oh, are you that girl from a year ago?" I was like, "No." And they were like, "You are." I was like, "Damn, <laughs> fucking have like a new start, like new persona and everything." Yeah. <laughs> They're like, "No, you, you literally look the same." I was like, "Damn." I don't tan either, so... <laughs> uh, you're not alone, though, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah. uh, that was always a funny subject for me, coming back from holiday looking as pink as Patrick from fucking SpongeBob SquarePants, so, you know, you're not alone. <laughs> Gee, oh, <laughs> I have the same problem. <laughs> so, after, like, Headley, did you go to, like, college or anything like that, or uh, did you... Oh, yeah, so I did all the further education stuff. I did, um... Well, I actually took a couple of years out just bouncing around, like, part-time jobs and stuff, being younger. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I think there's, like, I think it's nearly double digits, the little odds and sod jobs I've had around Brentwood. I was, like, a paintball marshal for a day. <laughs> I worked in game. That, that was my first ever job, working yeah. in game. I loved that because, of course, just being around video games. I got that job because I made a joke that I was raised by mountain goats in Norway <laughs> in the interview, and the guy found it funny. <laughs> he, oh, that could have really fucking backfired. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But I think he was like, yeah, you know games, you know, you're a little bit funny, you're in. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smiths. Oh, am I going off on a tangent again? You said about education. No, it's Sorry. fine, literally just go for I'll it. I'll do this. I, I just spare. I'm going to sneeze. Bless you. Oh, sorry. I'm allergic to my own bullshit. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. But, um, yeah, so I did a couple odds and sod jobs, and I thought, right, I really would like to get into art stuff. Because mm-hmm. um, ever since I was a kid, I knew I wanted to do art stuff. Um, more, I really wanted to do like video game design. That was like my childhood dream career yeah, for yeah. years and years. Um, but then at the same time, I like I wanted to be a cartoonist. I wanted to do special effects in horror films. There's all this stuff. I was like, oh, I want to do everything. So um, 
I, I thought the best situation would be to go for a more general sort of art subject. Like, um, well, I, did, I ended up going to uni after college doing fine art because I thought, oh, that's going to be really broad. Mm. Um, and I don't regret it, but I don't think it was really the right course for me because mm. um, they were very much um, about, like, concept and what I call, like, very arty-farty, you know. Mm. I love a little bit of... Um, you know, contemporary art and stuff. But sometimes I just wanted to create a funny character and I, I wasn't really trying to say a message. I just wanted to draw poop and fart jokes and be like, <laughs> and, the t the, you know, my tutors were like, well, well, what's this about? And I'm like, it's just, just funny shit, isn't it? <laughs> just like, yeah, you're going to fail if you don't start coming up with, you know, concepts and stuff. So I was like, oh, okay, do comics in my free time. And I tried to like, yeah, it's really, it's really difficult yeah. to try and like balance it, but I don't regret it. But I reckon I would have been bet better doing illustration or animation, to be honest. Looking back, <laughs> you, you touched on uh, like obviously video game artists. What, what was your favourite video game growing well, of all time? What's your favourite video game? Oh, honestly, we could go on for hours about games, man. Oh man, um, I can't pick a number one favourite. Mm -hmm. um, but series of note from childhood. Obviously, the obvious. You passed on your sneezing like, to oh, me. You. <laughs> You're allergic to my bullshit as well. I'm so uh, mad. Nah, it's all right. <laughs> you, you remind me a lot like me. You just laugh after everything. I've, you know. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really sorry if I'm peeking the microphone with my cackling. Oh, wonderful. But um, yeah, Pokemon is a like fucking obvious one mm -hmm. silent hill crash bandicoot spyro anything sort of like just anything survival horror or like cutesy platform basically i played everything and ev anything except for like racing games sport games i always mm. thought they were kind of lame but everything else i just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> grab that shit <laughs> well, who's your favorite pokemon yourself? me my favorite oh, game my favourite game of all time is Donkey Kong Country for the Super Nintendo. Oh, nice! Yeah. You're going to be disgusted. I've never played it. No, <laughs> it's one of them ones. If you got like, um, if you get a Nintendo Switch, um, they've got a thing called like uh, Nintendo Life. I think it is. You pay like, oh, yeah, twenty pound a year or seventeen pound, and it's got all these like Super Nintendo games, like this whole like super like virtual console kind of thing. And it's got that, and my second favourite game, Super Mario World, on there as well. Oh, which yeah, is a boy. Classic nice. uh, on the SNES. But, uh, like, um, I, like, I just got like, a massive soft spot for, like, Nintendo, literally. Like, uh, <laughs> I completed Luigi's Mansion 1 the other day, and uh, I was there, like, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion oh, 2 isn't the same, but, you know, oh. uh, it's more mission based, whereas, like, you know, um, you know, Luigi's Mansion 1 was like basically you just walked around a thingy just finding keys and things like that, whereas this one's like just keep getting brought to the back to the lab. So I'm probably just going to move straight on to number three um, just to save time there. But yeah, Donkey Kong Country for me. That was the, uh, that was the one. Oh, you know what? The SNES, I think, is still one of my top consoles just for sheer bitching games. Mm. Like, Chrono Trigger had such an impact on me. Like, I called my like my second guitar Magus, like, because he's my favourite. Of course, Akira Toriyama doing the art style and everything of Dragon Ball Z, just, like, everything about that game. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I've just realised I'm doing my actions and sound effects. People can only hear me going like... It's, it's all right. 
we'll get like you know uh, visual audio in like Rachel just touched her lips in a kissing position. <laughs> yeah, Rachel's Hannibal Lecter now. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your uh, favourite Pokemon then? Because you uh, said about Pokemon. <gasps> so my number one favourite since mm-hmm. I was a kid is Raichu because um, I like Pikachu, but mm-hmm. Raichu is just. It's a bit tougher. It's still cute, but it's it's got an edge as well. It's mm. got like the pointy ears, the light. I know Pikachu has obviously the lightning bolt tail, but Raichu's just a bit like nastier. Mm. It's still being a cute. He's got a little pop belly as well. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a big influence on my style. Actually, everyone's like, "Why do you always draw skinny fat characters?" I'm like, "Because it's sick, okay." Like, oh, God. <laughs> that's yeah. Fair enough. What about yourself? Who's your favourite My favourite Pokemon of all time is Zubat. Oh, that's a good choice. Mainly because nice. of uh, me and Zubat are like two peas in the pod. Uh, we, we both can fly, we're both blind, and we both confuse people. So uh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. First ever cat who I got was uh, a Zubat Sammy did for me. Uh, don't know if you can oh, see it. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, where is it? Can you see it? That's Ariel. Yeah. But, ah, oh, come on. Oh. I'm putting my arm like the wrong way. Uh, there we go. <laughs> yeah. There. There we go. Yeah, that's wicked, man. Right. Oh, I love you. <laughs> and then, like, I've only got only one, I've one other Pokemon tattoo, and it's a Psyduck on the back of the arm. But, uh, <laughs> oh, that is wicked. Yeah. You can't go wrong with Psyduck. <laughs> yeah, like, literally, he's like another one, just like me, just confuses people. He's fat, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love ducks. So. But, yeah. And he's laughing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember just sitting there uh, watching Detective Pikachu in the cinema. Every time he came on screen, I was just there just going... <laughs> just <laughing. laughs> yeah, that was a sick film, wasn't oh. it? Like, I was really pleased with that. It sounded like one of the most dumbest concepts of all time, but I watched it and I was thinking, this film's actually really good. <laughs> yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Same with the Sonic movie. I was like, oh, this is like really dear to my heart. And yeah, it's never going to be like exactly what you expect because yeah. you do put things on a pedestal. But no, pleasantly surprised. Sonic, Sonic <laughs> was actually uh, it surprised me as well. Like, um, my mate Gareth, he loves Sonic the Hedgehog. He, um, I don't know if you've seen it on YouTube. He has his own Sonic the Hedgehog um, channel called Find the Computer Room. Really, I've never. Uh, you know what? You you have to send me a link because I do follow a lot of Sonic yeah. specific YouTubers. It's like kind of FTCR, like one of my real settings. Yeah, <laughs> he's known as FTA, uh, the fastest thing alive. Uh, yeah, um, he um, <laughs> he's got like first. I don't know how many followers he's got. He's got a lot. I'd find out. Let's have a look. How many? How much are you guessing? I'm gonna say. Oh, I'm not really good at this sort of thing. Followers on YouTube, so like two hundred. A lot more than that. Two hundred and one. Not joking. Um, Eighteen point seven thousand subscribers. Wow! Oh, that's phenomenal. Yeah. I'm good on him, man. It's and come, he's like talking like, about what he loves. Yeah, he, it's become more of a business for him now. Like, so basically, he's like got his own little minions or like workers who, like, you know, obviously put their own stuff up and things like that. But obviously, he will always be like the legend of the channel. Like, who? Are a oh, lot of... that is weak. So he's got his own badnik army. <laughs> yeah, he used to live over here. Then he got married to an American girl, so he lives over there now. Um, we went to some uh, like uh, comic convention in. Um, oh, where was it? Uh, South Carolina. 
And uh, when we were there, it was quite funny because this person come up to him was like, "Thank you for your service, man." He's like, "He hasn't even been in the war." It's <laughs> just there, like the, the guy could just tell from like you know his voice who it was because his voice just sticks out so much. It's just funny. But uh, That's winking. yeah, going back to that Sonic movie, I remember like the original uh, like Sonic picture, and everyone's like, "No, do not put that." On. Oh. <laughs> It was the Snaggletooth. Yeah. He had a tooth growing. I'll tell you why it disturbed me. I won't name names. Um, one of my old jobs, actually the Smiths that I mentioned, there was this weird guy there who was a little bit of a stalker, and he had the same tooth growing over the tooth. And I was like, <laughs> it reminded me of this creepy guy. <laughs> and I was like, Sonic, no. <laughs> what have you become, my child? And then... <laughs> They changed it, and then, yeah, it just it was actually a really good film. I watched it myself, like, in lockdown, and sitting there like, you know what, let's give it a watch. And I'm sitting there going, like, who the bloody hell was, like, the really, really, like, tanned Zac Efron wannabe? And he turned around to me, and you do realise that Cyclops from X-Men. I was like, fuck off. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. I, obviously, Jim Carrey being 90s-style Jim Carrey for me was like, Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> We, um... I basically picked up all my social skills as a kid from Jim Carrey, hence why I'm so like estranged <laughs> from everyone because it's not a normal way to behave. <laughs> but like as a kid, I was like, "Yeah, this is how people act." <laughs> so, <laughs> just rattling off Jim Carrey quotes like all day, every day. Everyone's like, "What's with this like, weird kid?" <laughs> the, the mask was a game changer. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh. Well, did you know, because I didn't know this until the other day, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and Ace Ventura all came out in 94. I couldn't believe it. I thought there was at least a couple of years between mm. them. That's What a busy year for him. Dumb and Dumber is literally, like, it, it, the name just does it to a T. Like, it's the most one of the most stupidest films I've ever seen in my life, but it's so funny just watching it, like... <laughs> Uh, oh, you watch yeah. it hunt like a million times. Let's <laughs> just get um, the second. Well, actually, the second one we don't talk about. But you know, the Dumb and Dumber Two. I really rate yeah. that one as well. Harry really Met Floyd, the one you're not allowed to talk about. But oh, uh, did you ever see it? I did. It had one funny scene in it where basically oh. the guys are like, "There's shit, shit everywhere." <laughs> That. That's the one bit I remember. Yeah. Like, he just goes fucking ham. <laughs> but wasn't it a chocolate bar or something? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh, but like obviously, like that was the one time that I I actually did lose my mind. But the rest of the film, I was just like, oh, it's shit. <laughs> yeah, except for that one shit scene where he flies off the handle. Yeah, no, no, that scene had me in stitches for a bit. I'm not gonna lie. Literally, I was there like. Whoever come up with this joke is, you know, <laughs> deserves a, like, you know, just the the award for the film, like if it yeah. ever gets an award. <laughs> just copy and paste that scene for the duration of the movie on repeat, and you got yourself a winner. Like. <laughs> it was just funny because, oh, like, awesome. obviously Jim Carrey's character just looked a lot younger than the other character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was really awkward that movie. God. Man, Mark Cuts. What a business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just the car, isn't it? Just the big furry car. <laughs> the iconic car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, <laughs> back on to you. When did you get oh, into yeah. uh, tattooing? <laughs> oh, yes. Well, we'll go back to like. Rewind back to like tattooing a little bit. <laughs> 
Sorry. Uh, it's, been, it's been a really good laugh so far. I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, excellent. Tell me to shut up if I rattle on. Hell no. Like, got... You keep talking. Oh, good. I've got no filter. <laughs> but, um, so, tattoos. It was one of those things that um, I always wanted to do tattoos in the back of my head. Although video games was more like my childhood dream. Mm-hmm. As I got, obviously, being like, I've always been like a bit of a metalhead as well. I say a bit of a metalhead, like big, big metalhead. <laughs> yeah, if you, if, so, at the end of the day, for the people at home who can't see, you're quite clearly wearing a metal jumper as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like, half of my clothes are like obscene extreme merch. <laughs> I'm such a little merch, like, girl. <laughs> like, oh, look at all these bags. <laughs> <laughs> But obviously getting into metal, like, it's the alternative sort of thing. And, like, more and more friends are like, oh, like, your art would look sick if you tattooed it. But I think my confidence wasn't quite there. And I was like, oh, it's, it's quite scary to, like, you know, mark someone forever. Hmm. You know, like, oh, I don't know. I was too, like, nervous. And then um, I kept, kept it in my head, though, throughout the years. And then um, one particular job I had... Like I was looking to get out because it was it was a I loved the people but the hours were awful kind mm. of thing. Um so I was really desperate to get out of a job, like get out and find somewhere else. So I was like, right, this is my chance. I've got to do something really arty that I want. Um I'd been like self employed on the same time, like doing commissions alongside band artwork, but it wasn't really like paying the bills. And um <clears throat> it's really funny how it turned up. So like work sent this email that really pissed me the fuck off like (laughs) not a lot of stuff annoys me i'm generally a really i was gonna say you seem like you're quite a jolly person so this is you know oh yeah i could hear it in you know the the, your tone in your voice just completely change it It pissed me the fuck off you know this like this made me bad fed up right i was sitting enjoying my evening hanging out with my cat um, I think I was playing like um, what was I playing at the time? Probably Spyro or Crash. Just you know, retro game evening, chilling out. Get this fucking email. Oh, um, Christmas is coming up, so you can't take any time off at all. Mm. But bear in mind, they only gave us the rotor for the week the day before, and yeah. you could work anything from four hours to twenty to thirty. It was like you didn't know if you were coming or going, and I, yeah. and I was so annoyed. I was like, no. No, I'm not going to let that ruin my evening. I'm going to turn this into a positive. So I went on Indeed and spent the rest of the evening applying to jobs and everything. And um, it popped in my mind. I was like, oh, yeah, I did still want to, like, think about tattoos one day. So I went on Indeed, looked up Urban Ink, because obviously I was, like, familiar with Urban Ink. Nothing came up because they don't advertise on there. I was like, well, I tried. I've applied to a few little studios, whatever, like, you know, um, animation stuff open up facebook just to chill out and the first thing like literally was urban ink looking for an apprentice here's the boss's number and i was like whoa like it was so creepy like Mm. i didn't go on the urban ink facebook page i just opened up facebook and the first thing was like it's almost like they were spying on me man not that i'm paranoid (laughs) but they were watching what i was doing (laughs) and um yeah, it just naturally progressed from there, like crazy. Mm. Like, yeah, so one shitty email from my job that pissed me off actually pushed me to like find the post and finally jump ship. 
How have you enjoyed it so far? I tell you, it's obviously a dream come true, basically, isn't it? Oh, it really is, honestly. Yeah. Like everyone will always moan about whatever job they have. Like, mm. oh, this client's like smelled of cheese today, or oh, this client like burped on me, or whatever. Mm. <laughs> but um, it's it like even if you do little moans, it's it's a really wonderful like profession. Yeah. You meet so many lovely people. You get to do you get into do arty stuff, yeah. and yeah, I do really love it. I do enjoy it. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you remember what your first tattoo was? What you did on someone? Oh, this is really funny. Yeah, I hope she never listens to this. Like, it was a, it was a stranger, but um, oh heck. So <laughs> they were like, obviously for your first one. Yep. Um, your mentors go like easy on you like right we're not going to give you like a big back piece for your first one we're going to ease you in really gently and I had a really I was really lucky um young lady came in and just wanted like a little semicolon on her wrist um she came in with her mum she'd not long turned 18 they were like perfect like a semicolon is so you know technically kind of easy to do um you know the wrist it can be a bit tricky but as long as your technique's okay and i was confident um but um <clears throat> yeah the day comes oh bear in mind this is <laughs> so they came in a week before their appointment mm-hmm. has rachel drawn up our design <laughs> <laughs> the apprentice was like uh no <laughs> like it's a freaking you know it's grammar like you just come and pick one bro yeah. <laughs> so, i mean they were excited bless them they were nervous and excited so i appreciate the enthusiasm but um, yeah so they come in you know i'm i'm obviously i'm shitting my pants because it is my first one i'm confident mm-hmm. but it's still my first paid client you know i've obviously i've tattooed before on a print like you know part of my apprenticeship and um yeah, the mum turns to me and goes, oh, so um, have, have you been tattooing for many years, Rachel? And I just went, yeah, a few, you know, a few years. <laughs> um, and in my head, I'm like, you're my first one. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. But in my head, I was like, if only you knew, lady. It turned out amazing and she loved it, bless her. Yeah. But that was a whole nother level of like, Oh fuck me! <laughs> Sh- mm. Shit, you're making me nervous. <laughs> it's just, I just—it's just crazy. I'm like, you know, the fact that they asked, "Have you drawn it up here?" It's, like, it's a fucking semicolon. <laughs> get over it. Oh, them. Yeah, they—they they, they understood when they were. T- they didn't get rude or anything. But like, it's—it's mm. it's just like, oh bless them. <laughs> it's, it's her first one. Fair enough. Um, yeah. I remember when we were getting the, uh, the Zubat done, I'm sitting there in the chair going, do I want this? Uh, you know, uh, as soon as the, 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 ink, like, the ink touched my arm, I was there like, a bit late now, isn't it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just kind of escalated oh. like, all the way up here, legs. and uh, It is like a, it is addictive and it's so creepy. You get mm. one little one and you're like, looking a bit empty over here now. <laughs> it's yeah. like, spirals out of control. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I've got, uh, like, Sammy's going to be working on a uh, Nintendo leg sleeve for me. Uh, the other oh, leg's already yeah. got some wrestlers on it, so it's, <laughs> that's a work in progress. But, oh, nice. Yeah, and like, yeah, it, it's been, you know, just sitting there like, I never actually thought about getting all these tattoos when I was younger at all. Like, I always wanted a tattoo, it was always on the bucket list, but I never yeah. actually fought into, like, you know, basically being, like, you know, uh, <laughs> having sleeves and, you know, shit like that, you know, I'm just there, like, 
Yeah, maybe I've taken this too far, but it's, you know, it's too late now. <laughs> oh, but as long as you enjoy oh, it. I love, so I love all of them, yeah. There's nothing wrong with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I was the same. I couldn't see myself getting many. And mm. now I'm like, sky's the limit, baby! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Like, because um, you, you you obviously tattooed quite a few cool people, like uh, good man Lloyd Stocker. You you done his hand? Oh, he's lovely. Yeah. yeah, I see him most Fridays. You know, just the uh, you know, I like walking back from work, and he's outside the kebab shop where he's working. Uh, bless him. Um, trying to think of other clients of yours. Do you, do you tattoo your brother Phoenix? Oh, I do. Yeah. I did the Majora mask on his leg. Yeah, nice. There we go. Then. Um, couple little bits on his ankle he, he gets like sometimes he'll just go like just want that rage like his last one before he went to you and he's like want an acorn i was like what style he was like don't care just want an acorn so i just drew this like little doofy acorn with a little love heart and he's like yeah that's sick mate do it tomorrow i was like what <laughs> i used to go cute, down the um, the merchant every sunday and he'd, he'd always be there with like uh, naomi and reese and i'll be with like my crew uh, and then, like you know, we'd always say like hi and things like that. And we just, uh, we were, like, you know, when you kind of look at someone like you look like you got similar interests to me, but we just never spoke. Yeah. <laughs> we, just, we just never got round to it. You know, it was a shame, but we just knew of each other. So it was the uh, you'd have a lot in common, a bit. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, wow. like uh, yeah, but like you know, obviously you had um, like flash sheets. Your, yours always like pretty cool, like you know. Really cool ideas that you know, and usually all the like the same like interests I like. You know, you have video game ones, wrestling ones. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You had some really cool ones. Like I think my mate even reached out about like the Undertaker one. Like I was really gutted when someone took the, the like the Mick Foley one because like I love Mick Foley. He's you know to me he's just an absolute oh, he's, god. He's my hero, honestly. Yeah. Like back in the Attitude Era, it was him, Kane, and Undertaker for me. Like mm. any anyone creepy, like. When I was younger, I literally... Do you remember being that age and believing that Kane and The Undertaker were actually brothers? And, like, mankind actually set fire to The Undertaker's face and actually, like, Kane actually burned down the childhood Mm. home. Wow! Like, it was real! (laughs) Oh, but... Yeah, that's a special, special place in my heart, the Attitude Era. I'll have to show you the... That's the first one to go, that Mick Foley one. Oh, it was it's so good though. It's the thing because it's like literally got everything you needed. Like had the, like the two by four and barbed wire, the mankind marking. Yeah. You probably threw like the dude love heart in, I think so or something. But I can't remember. Like you know, I'm trying to think at the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, that was an option. I said, do you want like Cactus Jack and Dude Love? And he was mm. like, oh, I'll just stick with like mankind because it, it can get a bit messy. But I was playing with the idea yeah. of like, oh, could go a little bit like <laughs> have all of them in one sort of thing. Oh, I was to send you a picture of us after this, like um, when we were at WrestleMania 31, we dressed up as the three faces of Foley, me and the lads. And, oh, uh, that's wicked! <laughs> I was Ginger Mankind, my mate Sam was Cactus, and my mate Adam was a uh, dude love, and uh, it was quite <laughs> funny because like um, like, the amount of people just wanted pictures with us and things like that. I remember like one of them had like the old school attitude edition belt, and he gave it to my mate Sam, took it off him, went, "No, you need that," and <laughs> was standing there like. <laughs> <laughs> was, oh that's awesome <laughs> it was such a fun little day and we had some guy who had like you know uh who just wore a hulkamania t-shirt and a bandana and like you know and a, a little hulk hogan like you know on the toys and he, he kept going no oh, what about me hulk guy and everyone just said like you just haven't done anything like literally like you're not like wearing speedos <laughs> or anything like that you know <laughs> oh. <Bless him>. but, <laughs> 
Yeah, that was always a it was a good laugh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's always fun. I've only ever dressed as a wrestler once. A few Halloweens ago, I dressed up as Kane, but I'll have to send you that as well. Nice. <laughs> I made like my own little um. What do you call them? Like elbow supports. Yep. I sewed frames onto like these black jeggings. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds badass, very really. like uh, WrestleMania 33. <laughs> we went dressed as the Job Squad. We had uh, Al Snow. My mate was. I was blue meanie, so I tried spray painting my hair blue. It ended up being green. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my mate was Gilberg, and then uh, one of our other mates. He said he was Bob Holly, but you know he just didn't, you know, really commit to the hair or anything like that. But and then we Aww. had um, just we, our mate Adam. He just went as James Ellsworth. <laughs> <laughs> Good choices. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like people just going, "Oh my god, it's the Charles Squad!" We're like, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, and then uh, so early uh, at the start of this, we touched on you know the fact that you do uh, like you're a comic book artist and a writer. Tell us about Blood Cat. How did that even begin? Oh, so um, it's really weird how we actually just stuck. Um, so I just left like this. This is a trend. I just left a job that was really shit. <laughs> It's, that's all the stories are like, oh, I was in a shit job. And then, no, 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 no. Um, this job was shit for a different reason, though. The last shit job, I really loved the people. Mm-hmm. It was just the hours where they were like pretty much zero hour weren't great. Mm-hmm. This one was the opposite. The job was really sick and the pay was great and everything. But, um, yeah, the people were just so... Uh, I was basically an art technician at the private school. And... Um, yeah, I obviously didn't really fit in. <laughs> I got on with the kids more than the teachers. Oh, well, they'd yeah. be like, oh, miss. Uh, funnily enough, about wrestling, they'd be like, oh, miss, did you see, like, SummerSlam? I was like, yeah, boy! <laughs> <laughs> so I had more, more in, like, common with them. Um, a couple of the teachers were really nice, but a couple of, well, like, it's mainly, like, the heads of department were, like, pretty snobby. And I really tried. I went to their, like, crappy art shows and, you know, oh, yeah, I'd be involved. And um, they always just, like, never included me in anything. So, mm. yeah, I come out of a stinky job and I was like, right, I need to get back on the creative horse again because, you know, these, these normal jobs aren't working for yeah. me. <laughs> like, I'm just too weird. I'm trying to be nice, trying to fit in. People can smell it on you. Like, when you're not normal, people are like, oh, no, you're one of them freaks. Mm. Like, And I'm like, no, I'm really not. Mm, like, you know, trying to be all... Yeah. Camouflage then the no they see right through it. So I did this um this is back in two thousand fourteen, back in the Tumblr days. I had a Tumblr but I never really posted. Mm-hmm. But it's the new thing. I was like, Oh make a Tumblr, it's mm-hmm. all arty. And there was this like um animal doodle a day for January. So similar to like Inktober and stuff, for every day of the month you get something to draw. And I was like, oh, it'd be fun if I could try and do a radically different style for every animal. Mm. Um, I think it was day 14 or 15, 16 was cat. And I don't don't know where the idea came from, but I was like, yeah, black metal cat would be sick. Mm. Because like my cats like have the same markings as Blur. My cat Clyde is a grumpy little shit, just like Blur. But I drew him as what meant to be a one-time thing for this day and then never do anything again. But I liked it so much that I then drew him like a friend Mm -hmm. that was a death metal cat. And then 
I drew like a really big white fluffy black metal cat and then a like naked sphinx was into grindcore and I just kept going weird with metal and cats and I was like I've got to put these like characters in a comic um, and it started off just like little strips like little funny one-offs but eventually it was like no I really want to tell a story with these it just got out of control basically <laughs> You got you got quite a little uh, good little following with it because like you know obviously you, you charge like commissions and um, and like you know obviously a lot of people you know are behind it as well and like I said earlier on you do your uh, your live videos where people literally will sit there and watch you uh, you know ink ink the art which is you know really cool <laughs> you know like it, oh I love it yeah, <laughs> yeah. so they yeah. definitely don't come for me commentary. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. You, you like I said earlier on, you seem really jolly. I feel like you know you've got to, you know people will be quite happy to sit there and listen to you. Like I'm probably going to be like more often. They're like going like she's going to laugh. She's going to laugh. Yes, there it is. Oh, thanks, man. As long as I don't give everyone headache, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be all right. Um, but yeah, like um, what's what's been the coolest thing about doing it so far? Oh, that's a really good question. There's quite a few moments that are like really like, yeah, like getting my first chapter printed, like mm. getting the physical copies to me. I was like, oh, that's just so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this um, oh wonderful publication called Satanic Mojo Comics. Mm -hmm. They have um, all sorts of talented underground dark artists. And um, I was asked to contribute um, a six page comic of Blur for issue five a few years ago. So that like was really like whoa because i'd followed them for quite a while yeah. i had their previous comics i was really like oh i can be part of the big boy comic artist you know <laughs> with all these cool cool big satanic -y people <laughs> Man, that's, that's a really cool story and also you're in a band and um people are probably not going to believe the words out of my mouth so i need you <laughs> to introduce what your band name is Oh, yeah, man. So, um, we're called Deep Throat Trauma, <laughs> and we play very nice metal. Yeah. <laughs> sounds sounds like, like we're quite nice. <laughs> yeah, we're quite nice, actually. <laughs> but we're, like, really, we're not grindcore, but we're very gore grind, like, influenced, like, um... We love sort of like hemorrhage and gall and impaled mm. and like we like the theatrical side of it as well. So although we're not strictly grindcore, if you like extreme metal, hopefully you'll like us as well. Yeah, where where, where what <laughs> been, like, what's the most like interesting venue you've ever played? Oh man, I can't remember the name of it. Um, where was it? This is really, <laughs> oh, it was in Croydon. Was it the Bird's Nest, the Crow's Nest? Crow's it was a something familiar. it was a something nest mm -hmm. um and I, th I actually mentioned this gig on one of my streams recently because mm -hmm. it's definitely going to influence a blur comic mm. like a lot of my crazy experiences in bands i put in the comic because it's some of this shit writes itself honestly <laughs> it's like what oh man so this fucking gig I'll try not to prattle on because there's a lot. I'll, I'll try and keep it like short and funny. But we get there and within two seconds, um, 
like these people come running up to Rob, who's my partner. He's the drummer, going like, "Mate, mate, can, do you know how to fix drum kits?" He was like, uh, uh, "Potentially." <laughs> so they whisk him away to this drum kit, and this shit man gets him bits on the floor. Yeah. Like there ain't no fixing that. <laughs> like, it's if you've got a time machine, maybe you can like pull a few strings, go back a few years when it's not a piece of shit, but. <laughs> Yeah, this 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 fucking shit is busted. So my partner's like, yeah, I can't fix that. This guy is like, that's all right. Come with me. I only live down the road. I've got a kit. And I'm like, oh, you're right, bub. Like, do you want me to come with you? He's like, no, you stay here because you've got all this shit. I'm like, right. My partner's just gone off with a stranger to his house <laughs> to pick up this mystery kit. I'm waiting outside. And there's this guy starts chatting to me. He's like, I can levitate if I stare at the sun. I said, oh, you probably shouldn't do that. He went, no, no. He said, I know what I'm doing. I said, oh, no, but you'll you'll damage your eyes doing that. He said, yeah, but I just know when to stop. I said, okay. I said, just be careful there, buddy. (laughs) Sitting with Rob's car with all of our, like, gear in it, like the stacks and guitars and everything. So, yeah, then this, um, this lady standing in the middle of the road like dressed as a girl scout mm-hmm. and she's got this really big um extension lead balanced on her head and she's just swaying and grinning at me just looking at me and then this car comes like right up to her and it's beeping she's just standing there and i've gone oh um i said oh come this way and i've like shepherded her out of the road this is 20 seconds after stairs starey sun levitate you guys yeah. gone um and she's like so what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm playing a gig here later. She's like, I'd like to see your band. I was like, oh, that's nice. Thinking, yeah, like, yeah, she ain't going to see my band. She she came later. She was in the middle of the pit fucking everyone up with this extension cord. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, man. Afterwards, I was like, guys, that was the woman I was telling you about. Because I think they were like, yeah, sure, Rach. We left you alone for 15 minutes and you met all these crazy people. I was like, guys, I fucking swear, man. I swear they were real. <laughs> they were like, lay off the fucking like, drink, man. But... Um, Oh man, it gets worse. So like, um, it was a small venue. Yeah. Um, and um, the headliners, wonderful band. I'm sure they won't mind if I mention them. Um, Basement Torture Killings, and we were honoured to support them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was a fucking fun gig. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'm not complaining about any of this. I'm just saying how batshit it was. So obviously they slay every time, man. So the venue just opens the fuck up, right? The pit. There isn't a pit. The whole venue is a pit. Yeah. Like it's it's carnage, man. And um, obviously, like where there isn't actually a stage, and the floor's covered in beer, and it's it's like a little punk venue. It's not really meant for like metal shows. So everyone's slipping and sliding around. <laughs> There's like God knows what on the floor. Um, the monitors are falling over. So I was like, I kind of stationed myself at the front mm-hmm. between the pit, like the pit and the band and i was trying to hold on to the monitors to stop them falling on the band um and then um the sound guy stops and goes yeah yeah using your devil magic to ruin my gear great one oh i won't have you back and like the band were just looking at each other like what the fuck is going on man He was like, yeah, great one. Use your devil magic to ruin like my shit. And we were all just looking at each other like, is he 
Is he serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, crazy show. Oh, this is quite funny as well. I mentioned it, and then I promise I'll like, stop talking no, no, about cool. this crazy Keep, keep going. Oh, man, this guy. Podcast called Storytime. It's all about stories. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm sorry if anyone's getting bored. I promise it's funny. I'm pretty sure so people there, are really enjoying it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I hope <laughs> so. <laughs> Just imagine me doing all the actions. So, um... Oh, I forget their name, bless them. But so this like black metal Polish band was also on the bill because it was a it was an all dayer and it was very varied. As I say, you had ourselves and Basement Torture Killings who were a little bit death metal, a bit grindy, and then you had this black metal guy. Then he was wonderful, bless him. But you, he's going in the fucking comic. Mark my words, yeah. like <laughs> this guy. Oh, this guy. <laughs> Anyone who's not seen us, when you look at us, you wouldn't know we were extreme metal. We dress up as just twats. Like I wear this bright pink lolly to dress. Um, my partner Rob wears like, but with like fake shit running down his legs. Like, he wears a boiler suit with like fake shit running down the leg okay. <laughs> like it's it's carnage yeah. so yeah. We're, we're very like if you imagine a trauma film yeah. we're, we're pretty much extras from a trauma film it's okay. just it's stupid <laughs> it's dumb and it, we just want to have fun and be idiots yeah. kind of thing um and then this guy in this black metal band um really good band like like fucking brutal and everything mm-hmm. on his mic stand he's got this like fake hand from poundland gripped to his microphone and i thought that was you know i thought that was pretty cool anyway afterwards he was telling us he was like yes i i like you guys but but i think you are maybe too cartoonish for me and you know and it's like mate you used the poundland hand that even we wouldn't use because yeah. we saw him in poundland and we're like oh no that's too fucking stupid <laughs> and he's calling us cartoonish but he's like got his his pound town fucking charlie brown <laughs> cartoonish for me and he just had this like just this Dumb piece hand, of yeah. shit pound hand which even we wouldn't use because even we were like oh fucking hell that's a bit <laughs> like cheesy <laughs> oh but that was that's probably the most interesting gig so that's a really long-winded answer that's to a, your question <laughs> day, like, you know the more stories the better so you literally like you ace that one i always, I always remember because obviously i you know i don't know if you've Heard about my alter ego playing Disney songs around Brentwood. Um, oh yeah. yeah, I saw some of your YouTube videos. Yeah. They're wicked. <laughs> like, I love it. One of, one of the funniest gigs I think you you, you said about the uh, what's it called the uh, the drum story and uh, so I remember like oh, once we we did Battle of the Bands and I was like me versus three bands. It was really embarrassing because somehow I won. Um, oh, I, I think it's because I was the local lad. Well, technically, I think we all won. But then, like, they did a documentary about the like the, the battle of the bands and said, "Yeah, he won." Was that like, what? I didn't win. 
<laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, you did. Don't be modest. Yeah, well, apparently I did. So it was just there, like awkward when they probably oh. watched that. That they probably the rest of the bands watched that documentary back, and they're like, "What the fuck? We all won." <laughs> no, you should have just been like losers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they said, "Oh yeah, you won." And they're like, "What did I?" <laughs> so I might have got the most votes. I don't know, but yeah, but. Um, I'd have voted for you. Thank you, Rachel. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. What happened was basically so there's three bands and me. What all three of the bands didn't bring a drum kit. <laughs> oh, that old chestnut. Yeah. Oh, but the funniest God. thing was, have you ever been to the Essex Arms in Brentwood? Not for a long time, yeah, okay. but I have. The Axe Bar, right? The side bar where it was at. They they just have like a load of instruments on the walls and things like that, and then like above the fire exit door, they have a drum kit. That drum kit was used that night <laughs> as, as the uh, <laughs> drum kit, which is wow. there for like decoration, was used for. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> they just had to throw like a load of clothes in it just to like you know keep the bass down or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> everyone get your hoodies off. Yeah, it was basically like that. Like everyone donated some clothes for the. Uh, it was like a clothes bank, you know, for. Uh, <laughs> Jim, you're still wearing your trousers. Get them in. <laughs> The most stupidest thing I ever done, like you know, gig wise, is literally I sold sock puppets. I bet people bought them though. Yeah, I went on like eBay and bought like a hundred pairs of socks for like fifty quid, and then like <laughs> and then like I sold them for like a pound each. So the profit I was getting was an extra, like you know, obviously, uh, uh, what like, you know, obviously I got like an extra additional fifty back. So I was there like, you know, at the end of the day, I can't complain. <laughs> I don't know if oh, it was actually awesome. fifty quid, but I think it was actually pretty cheaper than that. But I can't remember. But at the same time, like genius. <laughs> how many bands do you know sell sock puppets? That is genius, man. It was just a lot of hard work, just drawing on them, like you know, just a picture of me, and then like putting on the back, like you know, obviously the Disney guy Matt has them Hammond, but <laughs> and then, like try and draw a little That's Facebook awesome. logo and things like that, you know. Oh, <laughs> someone said it was a genius concept. I was like. Thank you. Thank Mick Foley. <laughs> oh, yeah, Mr. Socko. <laughs> so, uh, well, tattoo projects in the future, have you got like, a few that you're drawing up and things like that? Yeah, so in the next couple of days, um, we've been given the go-ahead to go back. Awesome. At least that's, yeah. what, that's what we're hoping. <laughs> they keep changing everything, mm. don't they? But, um, yeah, my friend Christina, I'm drawing up some biomech for, like, her hand mm-hmm. to go with what she's already got, like, by someone else that she got a few years ago. And then, um, do you know Bioshock? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wicked. Uh, my friend Peach is getting, like, the songbird on her upper arm. So mm-hmm. two very fun things, like, right off the bat after lockdown to jump into. Yeah. <laughs> have you got any, uh, insp- what, have you got any uh, what's it called, um, any ideas for your next flash sheet? Oh, I really want to do some Cartoon Network ones. Like, oh, um, awesome. I've already started drawing up a Johnny Bravo one. Yeah. But, like, where he's covered in tattoos and, like, just, I just want to do all the classic Cartoon Network ones, like Two Stupid Dogs, Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls. That'd but, like, all cool. of them, like, covered in tattoos and just being bitching. <laughs> <laughs> like a Cartoon Network alternative style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Has, any, has anyone got a blurg done yet? I think I think they might have done if I can remember. Oh, has anyone? Oh, the blur the cat. Yeah. Yes, I've um, I've done four now. Really? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah I did. Um, 
one of my frenzy of him coming out of a skin rip eating pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the second one. Oh, the second one was actually on my friend Peach, who yeah. I'm going to do the songbird on. He's like um, coming out of a diamond with all bats around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Rich, our vocalist in the band, Deep Throat Trauma, got um, uh, death from Terry Pratchett holding blurks. You know, he likes cats. Mm. It's like a thing. <laughs> and then uh, my friend Shell got bl- like the first cute blur. He's like in a heart with a little poison bottle. <laughs> so it's like... It's always so like humbling and exciting when someone asks me to tattoo him. It's like, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say because that's like a double whammy. Because first off, like it's you know like obviously you know you can tattoo as many tribals and things like that. But then someone comes up to you and asks you for your design. How how must that like you know feel like you know like because it's not just your design; it's your character as well, which is like you know two things in one really like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm probably rounding on a bit too much. I've got the the idea of what I want to say, but my Asperger's is fucking up. Uh, so <laughs> oh, oh, I'm with you on that too. Yeah. I've um, I've got the old the old Aspenoonies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, no, I think that's why I, I can like feel what you're saying. Yeah. I'm like, I know because that would be me watching you. It's like I'd struggle <laughs> trying to like um, say that concisely yeah. as well. <laughs> Words to translate for each <laughs> other. <laughs> It is like a, a double whammy proudness kind of thing, as mm. you as you very well articulated. It's like with, with the tattoos and the and like being my own character. It's like, oh, damn, son! It's like a double, <laughs> double lovely thingy. However, <laughs> it's actually a triple whammy because you get to tattoo it on them as well. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, tri- Triply with please. Just, yeah. I, can, I can imagine you just sitting there like crying with happiness, like just like tears sobbing from your eyes. Like, what are you crying about? My baby, she's finally on some skin. <laughs> like, slowly taking over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll never get bored of tattooing him. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's a really cool cat, like, and you obviously you do like you know um, caricatures and like you know you pictures of Blurg the cat. You you know you'll draw people in Blurg the cat form, which is really cool. Uh, soon it's going to be uh, one of this beautiful face right here. Uh, <laughs> I'm really excited to do that for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and uh, um, you sell it obviously online as well. So um, I'll let I'll let you plug yourself now. <laughs> oh, saucy! <laughs> um, oh, where should I start? So should I just like say a few little places where I? Yeah, am? yeah. So like Instagram. How do people find you on there? Oh, so um. Instagram, I'm Rachel Gator Tatinator. Love which that. I was very, I was very proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of started as a dare because I was like, I'm the Tatinator. <laughs> My colleagues are like, mm-hmm, yes, very funny. Like, it was funny the first six times, and then I was like. You know, little kid wanting more attention. I was like, I'm going to change my online handle to it. <laughs> They're like, yeah, whatever. And then I did it and they were like, wow. And I was like, told you, son. I ain't no chicken. <laughs> but people love it. They're like, oh, they're so clever. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah, that's uh, Rachel Gator Tatamator on Instagram. Um, my Blur Comics, I have an official website called theblackmetalcat.com. Um, and then most other stuff I'm on like um, Twitter, Facebook, Patreon, YouTube, all that. Rachel Gator. Um, other names um, is my deep throat trauma name, which is Hyper Death Re. 
so it's, it's just I'm everywhere and it like million names and I'm everywhere. <laughs> Man, you've been an absolute gem to have on here. I want you back on every fucking time. <laughs> oh, sick one, Matt. I've really enjoyed it. It's been yeah. great. I think we've got a lot, lot of interest in common as well. That we do, yeah. <laughs> Pro wrestling, cartoons, video games, the whole lot, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much for coming on as well. Uh, again, sorry, and uh, like, you know, we'll uh, we'll have you back on again sometime in the future. I think. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Matthew. I'd love that. That's all right. Thank you very much. Just remember at home, if you're listening, uh, I'm Matthew Hasam Hammond, new baby. Do you know what that's worth? Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. Thank you and goodbye.